Hi, my name is Louise Roberts. I am a fitness coach and OnlyFans creator, and you are watching Folks Alert on Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the Folks Alert Show. My name is Kiko. My guest today is Louise Roberts. Miss Roberts, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. Welcome to Folks Alert. Thank you for having me. Uh, let me say it. it's it's a pleasure to have you on this side of the pond. It's a pleasure to be here. It's uh, <laughs> I'm actually uh, literally on your side of the pond right now. Um, right touring the u.s a little bit which is kind of surreal for me is this the first is this is this your first time in the states uh i'd like to class it as my first time because i think the last time i was ever here i was about 12 so we we're talking about like a long time ago long uh, time ago with my parents so um yeah i feel like this is my first like proper time um right. in the u.s really okay have you seen a lot uh, you know what I have. I've uh, I flew into LA. I was I've been there for like a sort of a couple of weeks. Uh, staying with a friend of mine. Um, did some things there, content event. Then I mm -hmm. went to Vegas for a week. Uh, did some photo shoots there. So I was at the Red Rock Canyon um, a couple of days ago, and then I secured a, a photo shoot with a kind of a body tape artist in mm -hmm. Miami. Um, it was kind of a bit last minute, so I was like, quick, hop on a plane, off to Miami. So I'm in Miami now um, for a few days, and then I'm going to go back to LA, and then Vegas again, and then LA again. <laughs> wow. So it's, it's a bit of a whirlwind, but, you know, like, literally a few years ago, um, or a couple of years ago, even, I would, this time of year, I think about it now, uh, November time, I'd be teaching in a school, stressed out to hell, you know, like, just arguing with teenagers all day and now I've my curtains to like palm trees and like I'm just doing this. It's crazy. Right. Amazing. Well <laughs> it's it's a it's a different uh it's a well I, I don't want to say culture shock, but it's a it's quite different from you. You know you know, now you're more on the content creating entertainment side of things. You're not in a classroom all yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, question, <laughs> how, how long are you in the state tour? Uh, it's a, a little bit of an open-ended ticket. Obviously, uh, being from outside the US, I'm only allowed here for a, a limited time, as you know, like, you know, if I've got to go home, otherwise I'll be banned for 10 years or something. <laughs> yeah, but you can, you can leave, you can leave, go back to the, to the UK and then come right back. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure if you can. It's like all these rules, isn't there? You've got to be back for a certain period of time before you can come back. And then when you come back again, you've got to give them a, a valid reason as to why you're coming back with, you know. Vac vacation, of... vacation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think there's only 10 times you can do that without raising suspicion, but I'd want to come back like, as many times as I can in the right way that I don't get in trouble. Or something. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> but, uh, but this Christmas, obviously, you know, going to be coming up. So uh probably go back to the uk sort of as late as possible but in time for christmas <laughs> wonderful question uh take me back a little bit okay and you are a well prior to being a content creator and focusing more on your fitness uh, you were a school teacher you taught math um what led you to to being an educator is that something that you wanted to pursue how did how did you get to that to to choose that profession um i it was something that was always kind of like on my mind growing up you know people say oh, what do you want to do when you're older and the rest of it um but then uh also something that i just um kind of fell into in a way because I was tutoring a lot after I left uni. So I did a maths degree, um, you know, figuring out that I'll open up opportunities, you know, right. more than an art degree. Cause I'm actually really keen on art and, uh, I think I'm pretty good at it. Like, <laughs> no, not sort of like blowing my own trumpet or anything, but that that's another passion of mine. 
Um, but, you know, maths was going to open up more kind of, you know, security, job-wise and everything. Um, and I was tutoring a lot just to sort of get some extra, like, money after I left uni. And then I really enjoyed it. Um, I also came from a background of not being very good at maths when I first started uh, what we call secondary school, you know, 11 years old kind of thing. I was I just didn't have any confidence in it and I was in, like, a bottom set because I just just fluffed up all the time with it and couldn't connect the dots and everything uh and then i got myself uh, my dad got my got me a tutor because he was like concerned about my very low grades <laughs> right, gotcha. uh, and then all of a sudden having having this tutor um you know i just i just everything came together and i just i could understand it and then i started being good at it and then it went from my weakest subject to my strongest subject so you know i got one of the top grades you could get like gcc uh when i was 16 uh, went on to do an A-level in maths, like I never thought I'd be doing that when I was in bottom set and then a degree in maths and I was just like, and I felt like I was in a better position probably uh, to teach kids and understand um, kids in terms of their struggles and stuff and also also being able to tell them that story. I, t I told that story to them a lot, you know, especially the set five kids, you know, the bottom set kids who really down on themselves and really like sort of, you know, oh, I'm just rubbish at maths. Or like, right. Right. And I was like, stop that. Stop that right now, <laughs> because it's just it's just you haven't connected properly. You know, you haven't had the maybe the right teacher or whatever, or just you got this barrier and like I had, you know, and stuff. And I felt like I was in a better position to try and nurture, you know, and I and I really did, you know, have some really good success sort of like cases and stuff. Um, you know, which you know really um, it's so rewarding and um, and I think maybe more so than if someone else who's always been good at maths, right. you know, who's high, highest level, you know, of maths degree, whether coming in and teaching kids who don't know that side, you know, or that journey. Um, and also the kids, I felt like they related quite a lot when I tell my story. You know, because of I, what you've been through. Yeah. And you can see like they're, they're like, ah, like, you know, like having a bit more faith in that they, they could actually do this, you know, like, or whatever, you know. Um, so it's nice showing that kind of like that, you know, opening their eyes to that, and um, like you know, it was it's really it was a really rewarding job right at times. But how but how long how long did you how long were you a teacher? Um, about thirteen years. 12, thirteen 13 years. years. Yeah, a long time. I feel like it's a prison sentence. Hey. <laughs> so uh, being a teacher for so long. You wanted a career, so obviously you wanted a career change. Yeah, I just it got to the. I think you know you need a new job when every day driving, you know, doing my usual drive to school. Uh -huh. All I could, all I would sort of think about is I just want to drive off into the, the ditch on the side of the road and just break a little bone so that I can get signed off for a while. And I like, or have a maybe I'll have a kid and then I'll get signed off for a while. But then I'll just have to go back and I'll have a kid on top of it. Like, has I? <laughs> and I just... Oh, so you were, you were thinking... So you... Well, according to the I news article... Way out. I was trying to think, like, but, you know, I can't afford to, like, just leave teaching and, you know, stack shelves or something. Like, you know, you, you, ha you work to your means, don't you? You have, you know, your bills, your mortgage, you know, everything else. And I just right. felt stuck, felt like in prison. And I just got so stressed out and and everything i just thought i need to make a change because i was getting i was pretty depressed i you know i'd work out i started to fit my fitness journey probably in the last few years of my teaching and i'd work out before school and after school and that kind of saved me mentally in a way like so i'd get my little injection of endorphins before school and then Red, and also about, reduce the, the stress yeah yeah and i just you know and it was just it was so enjoyable like for me and I just literally I, I give everything into like working out like you know my whole body and mind spirit and everything <laughs> um and then I'd spend the whole day at school just like just trying to get through the day that's mm -hmm. literally what I was doing I was just trying to get through um to then and then I'm gonna go and work out in the evening and have fun then like <laughs> right. um and I just uh I just sort of started to think I need to I need to get out of this job and and pursue you know try and pursue fitness I think because it was that was what gave me life like you know and, and what you know working out before school kind of like gave me my little force field inside my little bubble like you know so I could try and tackle the day <laughs> true when you when you decided that okay um 
I've done it for 13 years. It's time for me to do something else. Uh, and you're going to really pursue fitness. At what point did you discover, well, I'm going to be a content creator? Because obviously when you were doing the fitness, you were just doing it as a hobby, right? It was just a hobby for you. It was just something to do during school and maybe on the weekend after school you yeah. can go work out relieve the stress then you took it serious and then more as a you know to create content and make it a full-time thing yeah i i am um, i think once i went through like a body transformation and i just got so excited and passionate about it um and people started really like paying attention and I was getting like a lot of respect for like you know my physique and stuff and my energy like people really enjoyed watching my stories and you know as much as I was struggling with my job and going to work and everything I'd post my morning sort of like workout silly videos because I do like you know sort of uh, some fun Instagram stories and just right. like energetic and and it'd be first thing in the morning I'd have my followers reply to my story saying oh I needed this this morning I'm on the train right now to work and you just make me laugh and so it wasn't just like posting fitness I was like posting funny kind of things things that making people laugh and you know enjoying it and but combining the two and um and it was it just gave me such a buzz um, and I, it was only because I was going to become a PT, I trained to become a PT, uh, that I started Instagram in the first place because I figured I need to do Instagram to, you know, project my PT services, you know. Right. Um, so I literally only started Instagram just uh, when I was 36, probably like uh, about four years ago. Probably. Four years ago. Yeah. So you said you went you went to a body transformation, right? Yeah. So yeah. Your, your body really transformed. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I felt, I think I, and that's why I knew I had to pursue like fitness and stuff because of how it made me feel. Because um, from the age of like, I don't know, probably I say 24 to 35, I just felt invisible. I felt like my prime was behind me. I felt like I didn't look like anything. Like I used to, I got used to get some attention when I was like, you know, I don't know, late, late teens, kind of early 20s and stuff. And then all of a sudden I just felt like, a bit of a potato and I just like I say invisible just like um okay that's it now you know like now I'm just gonna sort of gradually fade away maybe I'll have kids later and whatever but my prime's behind me you know and, and then all of a sudden at 36 I lost half my body weight like in, in six months I, right. was half, I threw myself into it I just I think because I was mentally I was in a, a bad place and I used the gym as a almost a way of punishing escape myself. Or some well no it, it, initially it was it was I was kind of punishing myself um I just like didn't like myself or like you know I don't know I just like literally went through a I I'd, I'd go through like an out of body kind of like experience almost like trying to like kill myself through working out it was like it was a really like weird sort of like time for me and but it was only like a, after a few months of doing it that that mindset sort of transformed I started to see, I started to see a difference in my body how I felt how you know after sort of three four months people were coming up and talking to me talking to me about like you know wow you look amazing your, your mm -hmm. body's incredible like and, I, and i'd be like i didn't notice it like, i didn't i didn't get a pt or anything like i just sort of threw myself and thrashed it out in the gym like every day um so it went from a sort of a form of kind of punishment and self-hate and everything to then i i love i love this you know like people were actually giving me respect people were like and it almost treated me differently. It was weird. Um, well, and I was tell, thinking, tell me, tell me, tell me this. Tell me. You, Sorry, I'm going on you, one. <laughs> you, you went through the body transformation, right? You, well, you said you weren't getting the attention. People were kind of looking it through you. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like I was. I was like, oh, I'm not getting any attention. It's just that it was very. I felt like it was very noticeable. Like I, I was at that point. You know when you know sort of like you think of kids at school who just go under the radar. No one, no one would notice if they, you know, weren't around anymore. You know, like no right. one likely care. Like you know, like or um, just just felt like lackluster. Like you know, what's the meaning of life? Like I've got. I, I just felt like I was. I was at school. And I was at home. I was at school. I was at home. I had nothing really okay. else going. Well, you know, you. Your body changed, okay? Yeah. And you started getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Okay. So much attention to where uh, 
you became an OnlyFans content creator. And things changed for you because not only your body changed, but now you're getting the attention and also you're seeing that you're you're seeing the potential of what you're doing. You're getting reward for your working out, the content you're creating, people are reacting to you differently. How how were you adjusting to that? Um it's very it's very surreal just because of the story I've just sort of right said to you about how you know up until 36 I didn't feel I turned 30 and I hated turning 30 like I was just like oh I don't really want to celebrate it for being old or whatever and now it's like I've I turned 40 last like in August and it I still kind of like can't believe exactly what I feel like I'm in a matrix like what what's, what is all this like what's it why do people like me so much like, I don't know, like, um it's very surreal um and for me because of never really thinking much of myself never having a lot of confidence i was very like introvert very kind of almost reclusive for you know a good portion of my life and now all of a sudden like i do have confidence although it's still underneath that kind of lack of confidence is still there bubbling underneath um that i'll get compliments and everything and they'll last for a period of time and then they'll just like the wash over and i'll just go back to sort of i don't really th- i don't really think i don't really see myself in the same light i think as other people see me and i kind of think oh just you know okay just right now but tomorrow might be different <laughs> okay well you said you didn't like turning 36 you turned 40 in august right is yeah. august yeah, yeah. In August, you turned 40. You were thinking, well, okay, I'm 36. I probably have kids, right? You don't have any kids. But you know what, though? I was, I, was at, I was in a mindset. I was, I was that in a sort of like darkish sort of like place that I just thought I'd be selfish to have kids because I, I felt like I'd struggled so much to that point uh-huh. that if I had kids, I'd just be bringing them into the world for them to struggle and me to just try and help them through life. You know, I felt very despondent and stuff like... I felt, okay. I felt like people. I felt like people only had kids just because it was something to do because they had nothing else left to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like because they were past it. What else can I do? Oh, I'll pop out some kids like now because life's over. I don't. Know, that, that's how I felt. Like that's right. why people had kids. But like, you don't. Just, you don't feel that way now, though. No, no. I mean, the the thing is, like, obviously at my age now, it's like obviously you got the old biological clock and stuff. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just literally feel like I'm. I'm on the brink of something amazing. Like I think I've done well to this point, um, but I feel like there's even more to come around. There's the more. To, there's more to come. But unfortunately, it's the whole ticking time bomb kind of thing. <laughs> so I'm thinking, right? I am actually thinking actually when I go back to the UK, I'm gonna freeze some eggs because just in case. Like, but at the moment, I'm just really enjoying things, and I really, I don't want to have any regrets. I don't want to feel like. Because I feel like at my age now, if I stopped to have kids, starting again might be more difficult. Well, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Anyway, before, I know, I'm be, before, before, before you stop to have kids, you have to be in a relationship first. Uh, that is true. Right? <laughs> well, you, sometimes some people have kids and they're not in a relationship. They do the well, old single thing. Traditionally, you know, people are in relationships. Okay? Yeah. I mean, you're getting all this attention, right? Did you, when you were getting all this attention, were you in a relationship? Did you have a boyfriend, a uh, husband, a fiance? Yeah, yeah, I was. I I was actually um, I was married, and well, we were together for sixteen years. I was married for six, mm-hmm. um, and we got divorced or sort of like split up when I was about thirty-seven. So the last few years, um, oh yeah, yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> so would you? Are you single now? Uh, it's a bit of a gray area, so I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. It's a great, the, the relationship is a gray area. It's a gray area. Right. right. So now <laughs> tell me this, you being who you are, right? And this is, this is where I'm going to get to. Yeah. You're getting all this attention, right? I guess. <laughs> Do you think it's difficult to being a relation, being in a relationship now because like you feel like you said you feel like you're at your peak that something is going to you you want to you want to spread your wings you want to grow you don't know you don't know where this this new thing or if we can call it yeah. that where is it going to take you so relationship may be you know 
it's a difficult one because like right now right. i'm in the us and i'm flying here and I'm flying there and i'm just like i've got this freedom to just do what i want and and that's great and everything and i can just focus on what i need to do you know mm -hmm. without worrying about like anything else um but i'm very uh i'm a very affectionate person I, you know i love company um, I love that kind of like snuggling and watching movies and having someone like just in your pocket almost like in terms of like to talk to whenever you need to talk to someone and like um, the emotional support you get from a relationship and um, and just like the love. I mean, who doesn't like to be loved? Like it's just like That's true. It's that unconditional sort of love you have from like a, a real solid relationship, you know. Um, that, that even if anything fall, fell apart, you know, OnlyFans died tomorrow or something or whatever, you know, you've got your person who's going to stick by your side and stuff like that, you know. So I don't think I don't. But like does the, the but does the, the career path that you're on does that complicate things? Um, like if I was in, getting in a new relationship, like uh, maybe I don't. It depends on the person. It depends on how open that person is and if they're a jealous sort or whether they understood whether they could support like but i guess that's 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 a test of how much someone likes you do they like you enough can they see themselves you know are you special enough that right. they could stomach that side of things or whatever i guess it'd be like compromises you know like if if someone turned around and said well i'm not really comfortable you doing this or that then yeah you know, i i'd have to then put a value on well, do I like that person enough to stop doing this? <laughs> um, and and I would, if it was the right person, um, I would try and look at maybe slightly other different avenues uh, to pursue that would make that person happy. Like if, if I well, really wanted to be with them and make them happy. As well, well then, well then, it falls on how much you like that person because now you're compromising. Yeah, yeah. Versus, I think I think versus that both, both versus both party compromising together. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think if you if it's the right person, um, you know, I'm not. I want to be selfish enough to think, well, they've got to bend to my will, <laughs> like you know, right. they want to be with me, you know, because equally, like if it was someone that I really like, I really want to be with, but they were like, you know, what I was doing doing is cause an issue. Hopefully, it would meet come some kind of like middle ground, because um, obviously, what I do is extremely lucrative, and I've got to consider that I might not be with that person you know, potentially up for the rest of my life. So I've got to look after myself. Um, you know, if I stop doing what I'm doing and then I break up with this person in a few months time, then I've just screwed myself over, <laughs> you know, but I've got to also think I'm being at my age, I'm, I'm not a 20 year old OnlyFans creator, you know, I'm 40. I, I know that I've got a shelf life. I mean, I might reach, I might reach a, a kind of different kind of niche in about 10 years time. Right. <laughs> um, you know, like granny lovers, I don't know. <laughs> you but, but I've got to Look, secure the future, you know, in the next right. sort of five years, I want to really just thrash it out, hammer it down and um, and be successful enough that, you know, I can start other businesses then. Like if I've got enough money behind me, I can actually then invest and then go from using my body as such, like, you know, only what I do to actually investing in, and using my mind like more uh, and making money that way. Uh that's an interesting way of putting it. I like that. You've Googled yourself, right? Yes. And you Not are... But I have done in the past. I stopped doing it because it was too much of too, like, anxiety. Like, I just too, don't too much. Okay. Yeah. I've actually got... I, I, um, I hire a, a DMCA uh, company um, for like takedown notices if there's anything like leaked and stuff. Because gotcha. I just I just got too much anxiety like when I found things, but I have I have seen uh, like nice things about myself online, right. like uh, YouTube, people have made YouTube videos with my content, <laughs> like because Muscle Girl stuff, right? Uh, and uh, yeah, there's been an article recently out. Well, there's I... there's tons of article. Now, well, yes, <laughs> there, there's tons of article. You know, uh, here here is one. Ex school teacher, you know, quit teaching, you know, launch OnlyFans. Yeah. Uh, you have, and the reason why I put this article up, you're getting a lot of attention. Um, one, because of the way you look, uh, two, because 
you know, OnlyFans is, you know, one of the place for content creators. The money is has given you financial freedom to to jet set around the country, do things yeah. you want that you couldn't have done when you were a teacher. Yeah. But one of the yeah, <laughs> one of the issues that you're having is that you find yourself blocking students, ex-students from yeah. your OnlyFans um or even your Instagram page. Yeah. Uh do they when they when they when you when you block them is it based upon them contacting you directly? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's hard to know who's a student and who isn't. Like, but right, sometimes right. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, sometimes they're just stupid enough to, and they just come out and say it because they get a kick out of it. Like, I mean, I taught kids for a long time, and I uh -huh. know, like, particularly the middle teenage kids, you know, more so who've got too much time on their hands because they're not doing exams. It's like pre-exam year. <laughs> um, and they'll get a kick out of the fact of kind of making me aware that they're there. Like, it's almost like they're trying to stir trouble. Like, I had, I'll give you an example. Uh, I, I did a, because like, they'd find me on Instagram, and it's and it's hard. I don't know how they do it, but anyway, they just do it. Um, and then all of a sudden, I have an influx of, like, you know, oh, I remember once saying, my Instagram, one student told me my Instagram handle was on the back of the boys' toilet doors. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, they found me again. Like, it was a different school. Um, I have to make my account private. And all this kind of stuff so it's really hard to pursue my fitness goals when people are finding me on instagram and it becomes an issue in the school and like oh and i get called into headmaster's office oh so um yes we've, we've been aware been aware that you, you know your social media blah blah and i wasn't even doing like racy content or anything it was just oh, this fitness. this is before you left this is before i left yeah okay so that so that was before i left it became like an issue which is why i knew like i had to just leave to pursue my fitness but anyway when when i left and it was about six months after i left and there was a whole lockdown of covid and i wasn't i uh, wasn't getting any government support stuff so i started only fans um and obviously then some kids that must have been following my instagram who caught wind of me starting only fans uh, it went around like wildfire and all of a sudden I had people popping up my DMs um, and I'm pretty sure like a parent had popped up because um, it was the sort of thing a parent would say when they said, oh my goodness, you're doing OnlyFans, the headmaster will have a field day with this, like threatening <laughs> me. And I'm like, and I was like, well, actually, I don't teach anymore and I haven't taught for the last six months. So, you know, like, <laughs> like right, right, right. can have a field day with it. Well, they like, I'm not doing anything wrong. Um, and, you know, and then, um, but I had one kid, I remember, commenting on one of my posts and stirring up trouble, saying something like, and they just made something completely up, by the way, this is not true at all. Um, they said, I remember, miss, when you had me in at break time, like, you know, all, you know, I don't know, they did like some emojis or something. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like, so I deleted it, I blocked the kid. But anyone else can see that. Uh, and think like there's no smoke without fire kind of thing like that kid gotcha gotcha up so much like if so, if the wrong person had seen that i could be investigated i could be like whatever so gotcha. i had to i went through a lot of anxiety when i first started i wasn't even doing i just at that point on only fans i was just doing lingerie like i didn't do anything i didn't even show it anything much to start with because i'd never done anything like that before and i didn't go full out like you know topless or thing or whatever I just it was pretty like just a sexy instagram to start with it's not like that now but like it was to start right. with um and uh yeah and i went through so much anxiety sort of thinking oh, am i gonna get in trouble and then i had an email i don't know why it was an email but anyway it's an email from child protection services really Tell, yeah saying um they wanted to contact me they wanted to talk to me like can i get in touch with them blah blah and i never I shat myself thinking, what has gone? Because after that kid had said that, I was just thinking, I wonder if someone else is trying to say things because right, right. they want 10 minutes of fame or something. I don't know. Um, or they just like get a kick out of stirring trouble. Or maybe I gave some kids uh, too many detentions sometime or I gave them a bit of a hard time because they were a, a dickhead at school. So <laughs> they're probably and maybe get they're, some, yeah, they're trying to get back at you. Yeah. And, and the thing is, from a kid's point of view, they don't realize the implications mm -hmm. of saying something like that or stirring the pot or don't really give a shit you know like they they will just you know just to cause drama or whatever so i remember sort of thinking i've got caught and i and i was so scared i felt sick I felt, and i spoke to child, child protection services um and uh, they and it was fine they just wanted to know whether i was teaching still or not blah blah, blah if i was working at a particular school or anything because obviously if i was working at a school right. and 
I was found out to be doing OnlyFans and kids were on there, then that, that would be... That would be a problem. Like, oh, my must teacher, I've seen her naked with the legs of... I don't know. Right. Right. <laughs> so, I um, so just to clarify, and I and I cleared it up with them, I said, don't worry. I said, I stopped teaching six months. And it was a good period of time, I think, six months before. Um, and it was all fine. But it was so... So, that, so yeah, I had to... If any, if I found any DMs from anyone, I had to block them. On my OnlyFans itself, a couple cropped up, um, DM'd me on there, said, "Oh, I used to teach me, blah blah." And then, and they've been nasty, like saying, "I was like, who the fuck do you think?" And it really wound me up because not only do they sometimes um, certain kids treat you a certain way at school, like right. dirt and everything, and just you know sometimes really vile. You get you get the lovely kids, and you get some kids are just vile that you have to put up with, you know, and their parents and whatever. Um, but then I, I tried to leave that behind, mm-hmm. but it was like it was coming back to me again, you know? Um, and it's like, you, you know, they try and rule your life in school and they were trying to rule my life when I was trying to carry on with my life, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, so when I, if I found them, I'd just restrict like, their account and whatever and not send them obviously any content or anything like that. Yeah, but at um, this point though, right? At this point, you know, you've been, you've been away from teaching for some time now you can't block everyone on instagram that might say something to trigger you or yeah. you know I mean, so if I, I did, mean, an inkling that they're they're ex-students i'll just uh, yeah obviously i'll just block them because i don't want the hassle i don't want the drama or whatever but um understood these days it's these days it's actually few and far between i think it's all died down and it's like those kids are sort of a bit further away now that um it's not it's not news anymore. Like, you know, I think initially it was like, Oh my goodness. And I remember, um, uh, I was, ch- uh, I saw, a pe- um, I had like some friends who were parents, um, of kids who knew kids at the school I was at. Right. And they said, Louise, I just want to let you know that, um, so-and-so uh, was on Snapchat and they're sending around some content of you. So basically some of the kids had got into my only fans had got content or whatever and they were sending it around on snapchat amongst their friendship groups mm. so i had to deal with that and in my head i could go one or two ways i could have got really upset about it and then just like oh right okay i'm gonna stop this i can't do it you know shut everything down or just be like you know what fuck them fuck those little wankers whatever <laughs> like <laughs> this is my life it's right. my, you know bills to pay it's my future my imagine if i stopped like, I don't know what I'd even be doing right now. Like, you know, if you, and if you I definitely stop. wouldn't be touring the US and like, you know, making a life for myself if I just stopped. Um, so I had to really put up with a lot of shit and a lot of potential like humiliation. I tried, to, I just had to go into a mindset where I'm not going to let this humiliate me. It's at the end of the day, it's just my body. Who cares? It's a body. Ask like, me, tell me this. How was, how was your family? What's the, what's the reaction from your family? switching careers well only my one of my brothers knows about it no one else knows whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what how is that possible how is that possible i'm going to whisper now so no one else hears <laughs> so my mom and dad i feel like i'm whispering because i don't want mom and dad to find out uh no my mom and dad don't know about it but they're not they're not uh i mean my mum's 70 my dad's 82 and they're not technology savvy at all thank god they don't have instagram they're not like caught up with modern sort of like things my dad won't even have an alexa in the house because he thinks the government will spy on him my mum mm-hmm. won't have whatsapp because she says it oh it's owned by so and so and they own all your content i'm right. not getting WhatsApp and doing video calls like so i'm like thank goodness for all of the above because you know nothing about <laughs> so my mum's like so what are you doing in the u.s then are you doing like fitness stuff and whatever like yes mum i'm doing fitness stuff and gym things and whatever like how are you making all this money i'm like well because i have a massive following on instagram and i do lots of online coaching dad <laughs> blah, blah, blah. and i just try and like you know so but my brother knows about it and i think he's uh, my older brother and although we don't really talk about it because like, I'm his sister and it's a bit, mm, like, you know, he doesn't really acknowledge it, but I think he supports it in terms of he doesn't have to worry himself about how I'm doing or how I'm getting on on my own, you know, and gotcha. Uh, gotcha. I've got security, I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm, I'm in a good mental state of mind, you know, um, and I'm able to, you know, not only support myself, but, you know, I've got the financial freedom to support like people around me and stuff and 
um, I don't need to call on him for like, oh, can I just borrow some money to get through the month or like, you know, gotcha. and he's just, gotcha. he's just, he's happy for me to be happy. I don't think he's necessarily happy about what I do or whatever, but like, <laughs> uh, we just don't really talk about it, but he's, uh, yeah, he's never given me any grief about it and um, we get on really well. So, yeah. I want to, I want to play a video from your, your Instagram. <laughs> you are. Let me let me play this video. We'll come back and we'll talk uh, okay. because I think it. I think we need to show this video. Okay. We'll be right back. Look at you. Yay. Is it? Can we? Can we call you a sex symbol now? Is, is it? Uh, can we... It's very kind. Uh, it's kind of nice to hear that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Sex symbol. I mean, look at <laughs> look at yourself. I do like making those videos. I don't know. I just like. I think it means more to me because of where I was. You know, pre pre thirty six years old. You know, right. even in a, even before I was thirty eight. So I don't think I don't really think I've got. Basically, lockdown happened. I gained like 10 kg and became ultra curvy more mm -hmm. than I was before. So really, since lockdown, I feel like I my body sort of changed a lot and I've got more following in a way because right. <laughs> my training changed a lot. But um, yeah, it's very, it's very surreal to me. So like, when I do those videos and stuff, I feel proud. I feel very proud of like what I've achieved because mm -hmm. I think also... Um, it's nice for me to show other women who are around my age or coming up to my age or whatever that you can look a certain way. Um, you know, because I don't, know you don't look 40 years old. Sorry? You don't look like you're 40 years old. Ah, oh, thank you. No, I'm serious. You don't. You, um, great genes. Thank uh, you. And obviously you're taking, well, you're taking good care of yourself. Yeah, trying, trying. Yeah, I think. It's, and the thing is, there is pressure, obviously, in this industry, social media, to be on your A game and stuff. But, um, but yeah, I enjoy looking after myself. And and like I say, I kind of, I I do think a lot of women go through that kind of like anxiety, you know, of you know, aging and like fading away. And you know, for women especially, you know, we're in a society where it's kind of almost accepted to go a certain way mm -hmm. whilst guys seem to mature more like a fine wine and you know <laughs> whereas like women sort of like feel like it's kind of like that you know from the age of 30 you know mm -hmm. you kind of you know in society and uh, movies and anything you kind of like almost trained that that's the way it has to go and i feel like i uh, i don't know i feel like i'm doing something for women you know around the world like you don't have to give in you don't have Do to you? like Fade you... away and like you know disappear under a rock. You know you can. I mean, I get I get some shit sometimes. Like my friend, um, he's got like a million followers, and he posted a video of us like you know uh, Instagram thing, and it did really well and, and lots of nice compliments. And it was just one person in it, and they said like that one's expired. Wow. <laughs> And it did sort of get to me a little bit. It was one person, but it's just the way it is. One person says something horribly, and it sort of plays on your mind. And how did you, how did you even see that comment? Of all the comments, how did you see that one? I, I think it's a weird thing, isn't it? I think we all kind of naturally hone in on, especially something that is a little bit of a, you know, my, I guess for me, it's always at the back of my mind, you know age or whatever and the industry i'm in and you know i don't know so when you see something like that that kind of like is a bit kind of how like one of your doubts in your head yourself um i think you pay a bit more attention to it in a way but um but yeah and i was just but I, but i like i get a lot of women actually messaging me saying how i inspire them and motivate them and and if they could only look as good or whatever when they're my age and 
and young and young girls as well in their twenties, you know. Um, and it's really nice. It's really empowering. So when I do these sexy poses, these sexy videos, and right. stuff like that. Yeah, okay, obviously I'm I'm a bit a bit of bait out there. It helps my business and obviously but also I just I just wanna show women I, I try not to filter anything hardly at all. Like that, that video you're playing right now, it's not filtered, it's just nice sun. Like I don't know, it's just the, the lighting. Uh the other videos you played, none of them like got filters on and stuff. Because um, I'll try and keep it as real as possible. You know, so that people, it's not distorted. I don't have a BBL, despite the fact I get accused of that on a daily basis of like, you know. So, um, so all this is nat all this is natural. Yeah, yeah. But I don't take uh, supplements like in terms of uh, you know muscle gaining or anything. Um, you know, I work hard in the gym. Obviously, I've got certain genetics which helps, but I work really hard. Um, and uh, apart from my boobs and a bit of lip filler, some Botox. <laughs> but everything, you know, I'm natural. And so I like to, you know, just sort of, I feel like I'd be doing a disservice to women, you know, if I did start filtering things or whatever, or taking stuff or, or putting filler in my bum or whatever. Um, and I just try and, uh, I feel like I, I am actually trying, as much as it looks like I'm just giving my page to men, mm-hmm. I feel like I am also inspiring. I've got a bunch of women, you know, I've got, about 15% followers on my account, you know, um, so it's, it's a big chunk of women actually follow me if you think about it. Um, tell me, nice. tell me this, uh, you, you're 40. Do yes. you feel the pressure of the, the space that you're in with other content creators who may be younger than you? Because at your age, I mean, you bring experience and you bring, you know, some knowledge that someone 20 or 18 or maybe 25 wouldn't have that you have. Yeah. But does it intimidate? Yeah, does it today? Are you in any way intimidated? Uh, I am. I'm not intimidated by other creators. I don't think at all, really. I, it's more pressure I put on myself and thinking okay I've, I've done really well like the other you know the last month whatever and over 50k like after my article going viral and stuff like you know i had two days where five figures like like and i just it blew my mind <laughs> and, and someone and someone close to me was a bit like why aren't you jumping around why aren't you over the moon i was like i'm quietly happy but at the same time i need to keep going i need to keep like right because right. i don't know how long I've, uh, it sounds, I don't know how long I've got, <laughs> you know, like, right. um, but whereas someone in their 20s has got the next, I know, 10, 15, 20 years or whatever. May, them, maybe though, I, may, well, maybe, maybe. Right, you know? They may they may have the next 10 years. That's not guaranteed. Yeah. Cause I, and I remember seeing on Twitter, actually, when I first started doing Twitter and stuff, comments put on girls' posts, younger girls' posts, saying, yeah, what's she going to do when she hits 30 and it all dries up? And I'm thinking... I'm forty, and it's like <laughs> it's not dried up yet. <laughs> right, it's not dried it's, up uh, yet. Yeah, I think the thing is, I think I'll hit a different niche, maybe. But I think I think there's a lot of guys out there that do like older women who maybe equally there are guys that like the younger girls and the girls that look very very young. I don't know some guys that are really into that kind of thing. There are I think I think there are guys who are a bit fed up sometimes of girls their own age or young girls, and they they like older women. Mm-hmm. Like says, so I think there's someone for like everyone. You know, really, there's lots of different fetishes. There's lots of different pe- people like different things. I do the teacher thing. You know, I get people asking for like instructional videos, like because of my teacher background and I've right. got glasses on, right. and I'm like, you know, uh, but I've got like the life experience as well. So I've got, I think I've, I've, I bring something different to the table with like the same life experience. People who like to talk and they, you know, uh, feel like they're talking to someone more mature or whatever. Understood. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm just like more, I don't know, pretty laid back and there's no drama or anything. Not saying there is with younger girls, but I just feel like that does, there's some, that is something that comes with age as well. You, you comes across, and I mean, it, 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 it shows. You're a very laid back, down to earth, n- no drama kind of guy, uh, girl. Have <laughs> you, say guy. No. <laughs> I was saying, I was saying gal, but you know, gal, gal, well, girl, uh, (laughs) does, have you always been that way? Uh, I think so. Did you have, did you have a lot of girlfriends? Um, no, you know what? I was a bit, I was going to sound really sad, but I was, (laughs) I was a bit of a loner when I was younger. Like, uh, 
uh, like very kind of uh, quiet and uh, kind of kept myself to myself. I had a small group of friends, but I didn't really have any like real proper close girlfriends. Like I did when I was really young, I had like a best friend, and then we went to the big bigger school and we got separated in different schools. And mm. since then, I've never really had. Um, I've got like a, a best friend sort of now. Um, but uh, I've never had like a big group of like sort of girlfriends and stuff. Um, and I think in a way, through my life experiences and stuff, I feel like I've got uh, more like empathy and stuff. Like, um, uh, I don't know, hang on, what was the question? I feel like I've digressed off something. <laughs> Do you, but now that you're a content creator, now that you're a content creator, you have a lot of friends. Well, you, you know, you know, it. you know, doors like Instagram. I've got a lot of like, I've got there's a lot of people on Instagram that I could turn to if I was really upset and I needed you a, have a question, aid, you know, yeah. Someone, yeah, if I needed a shoulder to cry on kind of thing or whatever, I've made some really nice friends. Um, you know, I've got uh, there's this woman who I'm, I'm really friendly with at the moment. I, I stayed with her in Vegas recently and stuff, and she's become like a mentor to me, you know, she's like a role model and. You know, there's some really, I think in fitness as well, particularly in fitness, you come across people who just get it, who get you, who get the kind of mental health struggles and stuff. Because I think a lot of, that's what I like about the fitness community, actually. Um, and, and guys as well, actually, not just girls. Because um, I think a lot of people who are really heavily into fitness have got into it for a reason um, to help with their mental state of mind and stuff who have had battles themselves and stuff with depression, you know, like I did. And, and so they've got all the time in the world for you, you know, um, and they, they'll spot it as well. They'll, they'll see me doing something on a story where I'm not quite right, not quite having a good day, but I won't mm -hmm. show it. And I'm trying to put a smile on, but they'll know something's not right. And they'll message, you know? Um, and it's really lovely. It's like, it's such a good, great community. Uh, and I've, I've made all these, I went, I, so you know when I said I didn't really have any friends? <laughs> I didn't really have any friends for a very long time until my mid-30s, I would say, because my friends were kind of like my boyfriend's friends and my husband's friends. They right. weren't really my friends. Um, and I've always, I've always been in a relationship from an early age. Like, so I've always had that partner, that person, and, and not really, you know, big group of people. So, so but now... fitness, this kind of gave me a community, like a family. So that was another reason why it was so special to me. Wonderful. Yeah wonderful but now that you have the little gray area right so you're, you're free you're free to, to fly and free to to explore and, and travel i am i am interested to see what's next for you what do you think's going to be next i know you said you know you want to you want to keep this going you don't know when it's going to end but i'm sure you have a plan right you have a a three years four year plan of what you want to do I wouldn't say I'm spiritual, but I've 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 come to a way of thinking of you don't know what's around the corner. Literally, don't know. Like I didn't know I'd be here, like in Miami, when I first got to the US, because I thought, oh, that's not really happening. Well, then all of a sudden I'm here, and then I just feel like when I least expect it, something happens. Like some door opens. Like for instance, my my Instagram got uh, deleted like a little while ago. Um, and that was when I reached out to that woman that I've stayed with recently in Vegas. Mm -hmm. um, and we've become like good friends. And also she's my mentor and she's helped me like sort of do all these things in the US. And like, you know, my other friend that I was staying with LA, I, I wouldn't have, I don't think any of this would have been happening, for instance, if my Instagram hadn't been deleted. I'd still be in the UK making content in my lounge, you know. Right. Um, and I, if there's one thing I've learned, it's just like, you never know what's around the corner. So I kind of don't want to have a five-year plan or a four-year plan. I just lit I literally feel at this point in my life, I just, wherever the wind blows, you know, like I don't really, I'd, I'd rather just allow fate to take me where it takes me rather than try and fix the route I'm going on. Um, I just want to be open to opportunities. And like, if someone said like, fly over here and we'll do this and we'll set that up and you, you know, whatever, I'd be like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Like, fuck it, wonderful, man. Like, wonderful. I, th I think that's my age though as well. Like where it's just a case of, uh, I've just become a yes person. I'll just try anything and I'll just like take a risk. And I just like, life's too short, literally life's too short. No, no fucking around. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> like, see where the, see where the, what side the penny lands on, you know? Wonderful, wonderful. Well, on that note, uh, Luis, I I enjoy having you here. 
I, I I love you. I love your free spirit. Thank you. Right. <laughs> um, and I appreciate you taking the time to come on. I would love to, I mean, I'm interested to see what happens next. Um, I will continue to follow you, you know, yeah, I, I love your content and listen, you're, you're more than welcome to come back anytime you want, anytime you want to have a chat, you know, um, I love to have you on. Yeah, I'd love to come back. It's been fun, actually. It's been nice. It's almost like a little therapy session. I don't know. Just like... <laughs> really? well, listen, well, yeah. Like <laughs> the funny thing, people, people, when they come on, I, I don't know what they, what they really expect when they come on, but everyone that comes on, right, I guess because they don't know what to expect, it's kind of like different. But yeah. after they come on, they say, oh, wow, it was a good experience. I, I felt comfortable. I enjoyed the conversation. I was like, yeah, come on back. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, you know what, I was having a bit of a, a bad evening before it started, just because I, I posted something and it's done really badly. It really got my nerves. I was like, why is it does it? Anyway, so I was in a bit of a bad mood, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, well, I'll try and like be positive on it. But actually, you know what, this is this is just taking my mood to a, a nicer place. So I appreciate. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy. I, I'm happy <laughs> to be a part of that. Yeah, it's been nice talking about it. Imagine realize actually, like you know what, things are pretty bloody good and. Uh, I'm pretty blessed to be like where I am right now. So wonderful. So thank you. It's been fun being on here, and I'd love to come back. <laughs> Definitely. Well, you take care, and we will speak shortly. Okay, we'll do. <laughs> All right. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye.